What factors should I consider before selling a business? Usually when I talk with clients, I ask them, why do they want to sell? What normally happens is they want to sell because they're tired of running the business. Obviously, if the business isn't doing well, it's not in a good position to sell. So usually the business is going well, but it's taking a lot of time from the owner. Usually, if the business is doing well and doesn't require much of the owner's time, the owner doesn't want to sell. So what we have here is a scenario where the owner is spending a lot of time in the business and wants to be done with it. That actually is not the best time to sell because once you sell, you don't want to keep working in the business. You want somebody else to take over it and run it and manage it. If it's possible for you to appoint a manager to replace you, then your business will substantially increase in value because essentially it can run on its own. It's a company that is independent of the owner's active involvement. So if you want to make significant money in a sale price, the best option is to appoint somebody else who can run the company. Now, sometimes that's simply not possible. Sometimes it's a scenario where it's a small business, let's say a, a, a bakery, and you're the baker and you need to have some other baker come in because the business isn't generating enough money to afford hiring a baker and then being profitable for an owner. And I get that. If that's the case, you're not going to be able to sell it for very much because whoever comes in there is taking on all the liability, all the management duties, and needs to be a baker and continue to work every day. And essentially that person's profit is simply their salary. So that's not a great scenario for getting a good sale price. Often when I talk with my clients who are looking at selling about how to delegate and elevate, we look at implementing an entrepreneurial operating system like Traction or EOS. Essentially what that is, is a system of accountability and reporting and uh, setting up standard processes or best practices throughout the company so that it can largely run without you. And then second, hiring the right people to run it without you. Once you've accomplished that, the value of the company goes up substantially. But here's something that my clients have experienced. Once they no longer are working a lot in the business because they put together an entrepreneurial operating system and the company starts running without them, they often find they enjoy the business more. They no longer need to sell the business because they already are spending less time in the business. Essentially, they've accomplished what they want of not having to be in the business every day. Often the company is making more money because it has better internal processes and the business owners keep it. But if you do decide to sell, when the company can operate on its own without your involvement, you'll get a lot more money. There are some exceptions to this. One exception is if you are selling to a strategic buyer. Typically a strategic buyer is somebody who wants your intellectual property or your customer list or something but they may not necessarily be interested in continuing to run the business as you've done. So for example, let's say you came up with a really cool piece of software code which is patented and Amazon wants to buy your company so they can get that software code. 
That's an example of where Amazon may not continue to run your company. They probably won't. They just want that software code to get your patent. So there's an example of where a strategic buyer doesn't care if your company can run on its own because they're not going to keep running your company. Another example of a strategic buyer is if somebody wants your customer list. Maybe you have a great reputation with your customers and clients that you've built over time and somebody else would like to provide additional offerings to your network, to your customer list. That's a great example of where they may be able to make a lot more money than you were by running the business. They may not even plan to keep running your business, but they plan to market to your customer base and they'll make substantial revenue they plan that way. So what factors should you consider before selling a business? Is the business able to run on its own? If not, do you want to increase the sale price by working on setting your business up so it can be run on its own and profitable on its own? And if you did do that, would you prefer to just keep the business because now you're putting in much less time? So that conversation helps business owners think about what's motivating the selling and what are they willing to invest in additional work to get their business ready to sell. The takeaway here for younger business owners is to start getting your company so that it can run on its own. Because if you want to sell it someday for a profit, it eventually needs to be able to run without you. If you'd like to be notified of the next YouTube live that we have, or the next live Q&A, you can go visit aaronhall.com free, enter your email address, and you'll get access to exclusive educational videos, and you also will get a notice next time we go live. You can also subscribe on YouTube. And if you follow us on other social media platforms, you'll see some of the uh, videos that we put out on those as well. It was great having some time with you today. If you have follow-up questions, feel free to add them into the comment section below or send them by email. We'll do our best to answer those in the next live Q&A. Thanks for joining me today.